What is it like to be a 30-year-old unmarried woman? Seven women answered this question and I've brought that to you. If you are a female, I highly recommend watching this video till the end because it might give you something interesting to think about and might just save your life. You see the idea of being a single, childless woman traveling across the world being glorified on the internet and some young women end up believing them. I have about 50,000 female followers and sometimes they will ask me questions like, should I focus on my career or should I have children get married and do the family thing? In this video, I want to give you, my female readers and audience, more perspective so that you can make more informed choices in your life. All of the women that you're going to hear from now on are real women on Quora who were asked what it is like to be 30 and unmarried. And let's hear it from woman one who is 33 years old, tall, fair, beautiful, highly educated and claims to earn a handsome salary. If I'm to answer this in one word, my answer would be tough. It's really tough. I'm a 33-year-old woman. I'm tall, fair, and beautiful. I really am. I'm highly educated and earning a handsome salary. I can cook and do all the household chores. Medically, I'm 100% fit, but the only disease that I have is that I'm over age and not yet married. Why am I calling it tough? Reasons are as following. All your relatives and neighbors keep on telling you the benefits of getting married and how important it is to get married in life. Your friends and colleagues keep on telling you the stories of their kids and all you can do is listen to them as you don't have any stories of your own. Shopping is a big headache when your mom tells you not to buy many clothes as it will go to waste because when you'll get married, you have to buy all new clothes. The awkward moment when a three-year-old calls you Didi, elder sister, and your brain starts thinking, had I been married at the right age, my own kid would have been elder than this kid. Family functions are all about food, food and more food. At this age, finding new friends is really difficult as all your old close friends are married and they don't have time for you. Worst thing is people being judgmental as I get to hear from almost everyone that at this age you should not be choosy, just find a decent guy and get married. Really? Is this thing written on my face that I'm being choosy? Biggest problem. Earlier, when a guy used to look at me, I used to blush. Now, when a guy looks at me, the only thing that comes into my mind is he must be five, six years younger than me. Your younger cousins are married and have kids. Formula number 000. Fasting on XYZ days will solve your problem and you'll definitely find a groom in a me. Really, auntie? But the problem is I can live without a husband but I can't live without food. Most important point. When I was a child, education was the most important thing. When I grew up, having a career turned into the most important thing. And now, as I've been told many times, getting married and having kids should be my only target as my expiry date is close. Why can't they just decide at once? Confused people. 
I don't know whether these things are common for all or not, but these are the issues which I'm facing and I've no idea how and when I'm going to be free from all of this. I feel pity for this woman. She is a victim of society's lies. As she admits, once she got done with her education, her most important priority became her career, and then time to find a husband and have children ran out. Now she is single and towards the end of her most fertile years. She will suffer the consequences for the rest of her life. Let's hear it from woman number two. I would get proposals right away from my early 20s, but my parents wanted me to finish studying so that if ever the going got tough, I wouldn't be dependent. I finished my post-graduation and started working. As the years passed, the number of proposals were dwindling. Apparently, even 40-year-olds wanted young girls. By the time I was 27, all my friends my age were married, including the boys. I'd already started feeling lonely. I still had friends, but it wasn't the same. They come with spouses. I was always the tag-along. Then some had children and our meetings changed. From going out late nights, we'd go to parks or places where children would have fun. All this made me feel lonelier than ever. I would seek out singles at work or otherwise and get friendlier with them. The fact that even older men want young women seems to surprise this woman. All right, ladies, listen up. I'm going to tell you a truth that maybe no one else will tell you. All men want young women. All of them. Even the 80-year-olds. Now, whether or not they might be able to get them is a different story. But most men want women around the ages of 18 to 25. It's just how it is. Just like you have your choices, so do men. A lot of women make the mistake of assuming that just because they find men around their own age attractive, men must find women of similar age attractive too. This couldn't be further from the truth. Nature has hardwired men to want younger women. You may not like it, but that does not make it any less true. Let's hear it from woman number three, who learns this rude lesson. My brother lives in the same city and I often visit him. The minute my nephew sees him coming from the office, he just jumps at him and bothers him with questions till he falls asleep. The minute he jumped at him, all his tension seems disappear no matter how tensed he looks. I also love my nephew, he's like the most important person to me and I love to spoil him and my happy moment is when I see him and not my abroad trips. But I know when he will grow up, he will not be this close to me. Because how many of us are actually close to our aunt and uncle when we grow up? When I come back from the office, no one waits for me or jump at me. Bother me with questions like, why am I late? And ask me to help with school assignments. I also wanted to feel the same thing, which my brother feels. He doesn't even have Quora account. He hardly uses Instagram because he's always busy with him. So when I enter into his house, I sometimes say, yay, my life is so awesome that no one is here to question me why I got lazy in the office today. 
It just sucks even if we are free for two hours in a day. And in that two hours, if we don't have anyone close, and no matter how hard we try to fool ourselves. I also wanted to have a family. But the man who earns equal to me, they always go for younger package. And I am not comfortable with the man who earns less than me. Some differences is okay, but not like the man is earning half of what I earn. Because I have worked very hard to get into the position in which I am right now. If I want to have a casual affair, then there are men available in plenty. But they just want to have sex and boost their ego of having a mistress in their life. But finding a man who is compatible is just a dream for me. This is exactly what I mentioned when I was talking about wine ants in the previous video. The wine ants problem is that she only wants a successful man because she herself is financially successful. But no successful man wants her because she's old and less fertile. This is not a pleasant situation to be in. And unfortunately, it's extremely unlikely that this woman will make it out of the hole that she has dug herself into. Society and feminists lied to her and told her not to pursue a family when she was young. And look what position they have put her in. Would her life not have been better had she focused on getting married and having children first and then looked into building a career? If she focused on family first and then her career at 30, she would have still had 30 years to build a great career. Now she's just a woman with a career. Which begs the question, is it better to have a family and not have a career? Or better to have a career and not have a family? Let's hear it from woman number four. It is depressing for me and I have lost all of my self-confidence. I'm one of those confident working women earning a huge pay in an IT firm and supporting my family financially. And I'm very thankful for work from home currently, as nobody can see my true broken self other than my family. I liked some guys from my workplace or college, but they were not interested in me. And thinking back, I'm glad, cause they were not good choices. A couple of nice guys liked me and approached, but I was not attracted to them. And I deeply regret that. My parents put up a matrimonial profile for me at 25, but I had rejected good proposals in the past without realizing it because I didn't understand arranged marriage set up in India. And I didn't know what I wanted in my partner since I have zero experience dating and never had a boyfriend. My parents trusted me when I declined profiles thinking I knew better, but I regret declining some of them. It's only after 28, my family went deep into each alliance and realized how incompatible profiles are in matrimony sites. And I became 30. When I keep thinking of all my bad choices, I want to hurt myself. And I do sometimes. My stomach hurts, I cry like I'm going crazy, and I feel suffocated with regret. I feel like I'm tearing photos of my younger self who was confident and thought she knew everything. I could have had a happy married life. Now I'm a reject material and I deserve this. I know what kind of a partner I want now. I keep praying that someday soon I meet a kind, understanding and caring partner. I hope God will be merciful. 
I want to become my old self who likes to go out with my family and friends, smile, laugh, listen to songs, watch movies, and sleep peacefully. This woman's story makes me feel very sad. She seems depressed and has lost hope. This has been one of the most uncomfortable videos I've ever published. Since you are an LMM reader and a female LMM reader, most women can't handle LMM content. This is the type of bullshit I'm trying to save you from. I am giving you the bare truth of life. Not the rosy picture that feminists and lying journalists give to you. You're a woman. Your biggest asset in securing a great guy is your youth and your fertility. Please do not waste them. You can always have a successful career later. Prioritize yourself instead of trying to impress your feminist friends, the celebrities and everyone else who thinks you should be this career woman. You do not want to be in this career woman's shoes. I wish this woman the best. My heart really goes out to her. But there is nothing that can be done to help her where she is right now. Let's hear it from woman number five. Here's my limited truth. We wear diamond rings on our fingers, which we have paid for ourselves. We are independent financially, finally, and it feels great to earn our money and splurge and save on what we think fit. We cry for four or five days very desperately every month, before, during, and right after our period, because the revenge of the uterus still makes us want babies and someone to hug us in the middle of the night. Group tracks become an awesome new fixture in our lives every weekend. We typically have loving, healthy relationships with guys who are A, either three to five years younger to us, or B, three to five years elder to us. The rest are the ones who judge us the most, especially if they are our age. They mostly want to settle down with girls half their age because their parents thought it was a good choice. This woman with a great career, which is going well enough to buy her diamond rings, but she has no husband and children and she is clearly unhappy with her life. As she admits it herself, she spends four to five days of a month crying. That's 15% of her life spent crying. Take an average of four and a half divided by 30 days a month, you get 15%. 15% of this woman's life is spent crying. She seems to be filling the void with random relationships, tracking, and she notices that the guys her age want much younger women. She says half their age. Her comment that the men her age want younger women because their parents thought it would be a good idea, and not because men like young women is a delicate touch of sour grapes. These men must not want me, therefore there must be something wrong with them. What is daily life like for an unmarried woman in her 30s? Let's hear it from woman number six. All your friends get married and settled, so there's no one available for movies or picnics. 
your married friends bring up the topic of their husband, even if he's a good-for-nothing fellow, and necessarily just for purpose of showing off that they are better than you as they're married. Your colleagues assume that since you do not have any domestic responsibilities, you must stay late for work and work the weekends. Your single status is a convenience to dump their work to you. Getting a house on rent is out of question. No one wants to give a house on rent to a single woman even though she is financially well off and would never miss the rent payment. It's always families only even if there's a chance of missed rent payments. Nosy neighbors create problems as you are vulnerable. You have to keep them at a distance for your safety. Every crappy douche tries to hit on you, thinking that you're fed up of being single and it's a great opportunity. Cooking for one is a real headache. People think that since you don't have a family, your money should be freely available to them. According to this scumbag, single people need not worry about money. Going to the doctor, it's a huge task. There's no one to help you. You get labeled as too picky, crazy, etc. for not being married. Relatives bring less than desirable alliances. The generic reason is, since the girl is above 30, she should pick whatever comes to her. It's like you have to compromise on your lifestyle, even if you don't want to. If you refuse to lower your standards, there's gonna be drama and yelling. Running into your old high school crush or old friends is the absolute worst. You wonder what business is it of others to interfere with your personal life. This is the life of the unmarried woman in India and probably everywhere else too. All of her friends are married and busy with their lives and no one is available to hang out with her. She seems surprised that life in her 30s is not like life in her 20s. She also laments that the only marriage offers she gets are from men who are less than desirable. This, ladies, is the cost of fucking up your 20s. Especially as a woman, you will never get any younger. Looks like this girl will have to spend the rest of her life like this. Or marry someone she considers less than desirable. Another victim of feminism and bad life choices. And let's hear our final story of the day. Also a woman from Quora. Woman number seven. Who realizes where she has gone wrong and has some advice for the ladies. Why do people get married? Why do people want someone? Life can be led alone easily. There are so many things one can do to pass his hair time. Why do people take tension? Why one wants to handle responsibilities? Society got nothing figured out. These were my thoughts, and I was so proud of them. The keyword here is was. I thought I had life figured out. I wanted to be independent, didn't need anyone, wanted to roam the world and do everything I like. However, all that starts to fade away as you grow older. At the age of 34, I don't have anybody in my life. When I was 23, my dad passed away and my mom became my life. She was my best friend. She also passed away four years later. 
this was the first time I really felt so alone. Life is not meant to be led alone. We take many things for granted. We feel people will always be there for us, forever. However, it never works this way. Having passion, career goals, focus, and all is fine. However, you need someone. You don't need someone who will support you financially because that is the easy part. You need someone who will pick you up when you are down. You need someone who will be your buddy. Divorced men, men who cheat, men who only want sex are available in plenty. They will give you attention if you go out looking for them. However, this all will be an illusion you are creating for yourself. The moment they find someone better or get bored of you, they will leave you. I have screwed my life completely. I met wrong guys in my life and generalized everybody. I lied to myself throughout my life. Poor Conclure and some final words. We just heard seven different women's stories from their own mouths and what it is like to be an unmarried woman in your 30s. Now, I will admit, I was a little biased. I came across a few posts where the woman claimed to be happy even though she was unmarried. I don't know if that was her being honest or was just her lying to make herself feel better, but I only opted to pick the posts where the woman was not happy with her choice, which was the bulk of posts anyway. So I admit my biases. Of course, just because a woman is unmarried and old and childless does not necessarily mean that the woman is unhappy. Unhappiness and being unmarried or childless are not perfectly correlated. And of course, if I had looked for stories of women who are married, have children and are unhappy or wish they had stayed single, I would have found those too. And of course, in that case, those stories would have been exceptions, not the norm like they are in this case. The purpose of this post was to give you an alternative look at things. The one that the cool wine aunts don't tell their young nieces about when they tell them stories of their foreign trips and expensive wines. I wanted to give you a look at the side of the story that society opts not to show you when they tell you that men and women are the same. When they tell you that you should focus on your career and that you can figure out marriage and children later. The side of the story that is very common. In fact, this side of the story is the norm so that you can make better choices in your life and that you are more informed. Now, I will not take the liberty of telling you what to do, at least not in this video. It's your life and you are free to live it how you want to. You have to make your own choices and live the consequences of those choices. All I want to do with this video was to tell you that maybe, just maybe, things don't normally work out like they do in television sitcoms. I hope that I've given you something to think about. For Life Math Money, this is your host Harsh Strongman. If you like this video, please click the like and subscribe button and let me know what you thought in the comments below, especially if you are a female. And also make sure that you click the bell icon because that will notify you when a future video comes out and they come out regularly. All right, have a great day, my brothers and sisters, and I will see you guys in a couple of days.